Wedgwood Christian Services is a place where hope and healing meet. Join me, Hilary Kirkendall, Wedgwood's Marketing and Communications Coordinator, as I sit down for conversations with the amazing people who work at, learn from, and grow through our grace-filled residential care, counseling services, and community programs. Grab your cup of coffee or tea and enjoy experts sharing their insights on the challenges people are facing and stories of hope, healing, and transformation. These are Wedgwood's Coffee Break Conversations. For this Coffee Break Conversation, we sit down with Wedgwood's President and CEO, Dr. Dan Gowdy, to look back at 2022 and remember all the ways God was faithful and look ahead to 2023, Wedgwood's future, and the ways God is calling us to transform the lives of people in West Michigan. I'm excited to welcome back Wedgwood's President and CEO, Dan Gowdy, for another Coffee Break Conversation. Thanks for joining us today, Dan. Thank you. It's fun to be here. Uh, we're fresh into 2023, mm. uh, but let's recap 2022 a little bit. Uh, what were the big needs in our community? How did Wedgwood respond, and how did you see God working here at Wedgwood last year? Oh, so, so much. The story of 2022 was a story of God's faithfulness mm-hmm. at Wedgwood. Remember, in the beginning, we were seeing the fourth wave of the COVID pandemic. It started like in November 2021, but lasted all the way into the February of 2022. And it was devastating. It lasted the longest, and it cut the deepest. We had, at one time, believe it or not, Hillary, we had 45% of our direct care frontline staff out sick with COVID. Can you imagine that? And and, and this was after, uh, you know, two years of covering and constantly running running things uh, uh in that environment because we're essential workers we never shut down we mm-hmm. never there was there was not even a moment in time we just pivoted and 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 went with it to serve the kids in this intense residential environment so at the same time the kids are struggling with right with those uh, some serious significant issues and lack of caring eyes on these kids with school being down the, the court systems shutting down we saw kids coming to us with more difficult and and higher acuity of behavioral needs and, and other things so combine that with the over and over extended period of of COVID and how it was just really um hitting our staff and exhausted I mean, covering, working seven days a week, 10 days in a row, 14 days in a row. It was really devastating. That's how 2022 started. We Believe it or not, 87% of our frontline staff turned over mm. in that year. And Wedgwood, as a nonprofit, was experiencing much like what other nonprofits were across the country. Bank of America did a study, and they said that nonprofits were disproportionately hurt um, from the pandemic, the great resignation, they said, well, actually, it was deeper and uh, more comprehensive in the nonprofit area. And so we were, we were part of that. And mm-hmm. in a very intense environment and the acuity of the kids getting worse, boy, that was a difficult statement. And in fact, in this room, I remember meeting with the staff and what are we going to, where are our prospects? What are we going to do? <clears throat> our, our reimbursements were stagnant. Staff are struggling. We couldn't pay them much more anymore. And we just said, well, we know God is faithful. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, at, But we didn't know how. Mm-hmm. We didn't know where it would come from, but we just knew God is faithful. And someone reminded us of, if your faith is the size of a mustard seed, you won't be able to move mountains. So we called on that, and we mm-hmm. prayed in this office um, in, in, in February. And um, I just happened to, 
to grab a, a bottle of mustard seed. There's probably a couple hundred mustard seeds in this little bottle. And uh, we just prayed. We might, I, we know God is faithful, but we're, we're going to rely on a mustard seed of faith mm-hmm. and, uh, and see where it goes. And sure enough, about June of this last year, our boards got together. We, we created a, a $1.3 million line of credit. We increased our pay from our frontline staff up to $22 an hour. Probably mm-hmm. We're are the highest paid direct care uh, staff in, in West Michigan, which is exciting. Hired 75 staff since June 12th wow. until now. Turnover is down in the mid-30s. Amazing. Right? At, right? And it just was a tremendous shot in the arm. At the same time, we received a $2 million one-time relief payment from the state for for the expenses that we had and um, we received moving forward October 1st a 40% rate increase on our care and our front line. Wonderful. So our work for human trafficking, our work with unique substance abuse treatment, our work with kids with traumatic sexual behaviors, our work with kids with severe developmental disabilities and cognitive impairments could continue to move on in this incredible environment. So the story of 2022 Hillary God's faithfulness mm-hmm. and all of that. And who would have known? The last six months of the year were truly a miracle where God showed up and continued to show up. So we're um, we're thankful for that. And mm-hmm. one of the things we want to do, don't know how, but we're going to find a way to do that, is to set up a tribute, a memorial. Israel did that when they crossed the Jordan River. And God delivered on his promise in the promised land there. And they took 12 stones, put it together, and made a tribute and to God's faithfulness. We would like to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. One suggested maybe even uh, a statue of a, of a mustard seed oh, uh, tree. Wouldn't mm-hmm. that be a great testament to God's faithfulness mm-hmm. at the end, and uh, at the most difficult time of, of the pandemic? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. God's, God really showed up this year. He did. He mm-hmm. did. You kind of touched on this a little bit, but in 2022, what did God make clear to you? He still has a purpose for Wedgwood, and never before I think it's been more clear to me, and even others that's been around here for, for decades in this particular work, God, is, God has a future for Wedgwood, and um, we need to grow because the need for Wedgwood is growing mm-hmm. and if if god has is, is, is put his hand on wedgwood and said okay i got something for you we need to rise to that occasion and find ways to strengthen our systems to invest in the people uh, that make this work uh, particularly on our, our middle management and supervisors that are so important to this work they translate mission vision values into action mm-hmm. moment by moment in this job and they're the ones that are invested in the staff and if the staff don't have much to invest in the uh, into our, our the those we serve, we don't have a ministry, mm-hmm. and so that that really has to happen. And we need to make those improvements so that we can grow, and and we can rise to meet the challenges in front of us. Because God has certainly blessed us, and we believe for a reason. It's mm-hmm. going to be exciting what that is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So looking forward, what's the vision for the organization and the impact we aim to make here in West Michigan? Yeah, it's going to be that. It's um, I, I I think. The environment and and the economy and their payer systems are going to change. We're going to be more outcome-focused. That means we we need to focus on, okay, are we delivering the results that we're committing to, we want, whether that's improvement, whether that's um, permanency of placement, whether that's helping families deal with this general uh, feeling of anxiety uh, that's that's permeated around our our community. And so... uh, 
we're making a difference. Well, how do we know? And let's make that case to the community and the public that we're not just benefiting individuals in the moment, but really impacting, as we talk about, that generational mm-hmm. cycle of abuse and neglect that we are making a difference and want to continue to make a difference for. So I, I think looking forward, it's it's more of that and growth in the area. There's And it, it, it might look differently. We might need to partner with different people. We are partnering with Bethany Christian Services, and we might need to do more of that mm-hmm. because um, uh, we're on this great work, and there's enough of this work uh, to to go around. So how can we leverage what we're good at mm-hmm. and also um, uh, partner with other individuals that, that are better at other things? More and then unique and creative partnerships to deliver um, on our promise to, to families and youth that are hurting, that's been so in, so much impacted by this mental health tsunami mm-hmm. that's wrecked havoc on young hearts and minds and families. Mm-hmm. The way you talk about the partnerships kind of reminds me of um, how the body of Christ is described in the Bible about how everyone has their own part yes. and, yeah. you know, the tongue is the tongue and the arm is the arm yeah. and you yeah. don't want to try and do those things differently. So I think that's a really cool way to think about working together with other organizations in the community for the betterment of the people who live here by, you know, leaning into what we're good at and leaning on others for the things that they're good at. I definitely agree. And I'll give you an example. We're, we're, we're seeing kids coming through the southern border that have unique abuse, uh, whether it's been trafficked or unique uh, substance abuse. And guess what we're good at, mm-hmm. right? Um, we've, we've been on the forefront, unfortunately, of the human trafficking conversation for 10, 15 years now. We're in communities. We're teaching superintendents and principals and guidance counselors what to look for and so forth. We have our residential program. We have counselors that are specially trained in trauma and, 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 and so forth. So that's what we're good at. And so how can we find partnerships with maybe housing um, a local housing community that identifies those and then contacts us so we can go right into that that home or that residence and meet those individuals right where they're at mm-hmm. and find them to the, find them those unique support services. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a, a good example. And mm-hmm. what, uh, what a beautiful analogy of the body of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you most excited for about Wedgwood's future and how God will use this organization to bring hope and healing to people? I'm excited to see where God takes us. Mm-hmm. Um, it is going to be with youth. It's going to be on the front lines with youth. And it's going to be in ways that we haven't even uh, come to mind yet. And I, I think what's going to be exciting moving forward with Wedgwood is this openness. We've learned how to pivot in this, in this pandemic environment. Is to take that skill and apply it to our services. We might have done things a certain way for a while. And, and there's parts of that that's going to be useful, but we might need to pivot on our approach and our best practices so that we can still stay relevant. Um, we did that with, with online, virtual, right? Mm-hmm. Where, we have, where we're, we're meeting with individuals all over uh, the state online and helping them and supporting them. How, how can we take... That's the type of thinking, that's the type of, of um, mentality that's going to help us continue to change, continue to grow, to be relevant to where our kids are so and families are. So that's I think that's what I'm most excited about mm-hmm. is being responsive, to be open to God's leading, but applying some, some pretty amazing expert grace-filled care to, to be relevant to where, where people and families are out. I'll give you an example. We're integrating our, our outpatient counseling program, our trauma-focused cognitive behavioral therapy program, 
our community care management program with our substance use program and now it allows us to immediately scale up whether that's Greenville or Holland or, or Muskegon or, or Northern Grand Rapids so we can provide some integrated care so if an individual approaches to us with unique substance abuse we can be there but if they need outpatient counseling or community mm -hmm. or trauma-focused cognitive behavioral therapy where it's really integrated with the individual and and the family we're going to be there and so we're doing things integratively um, and immediately be able to scale up mm -hmm. because we have to grow Mm -hmm. And because the needs for these types of services and the need for Wedgwood is growing. Mm -hmm. Well, and I like that you talked about how all of those things are going to be available together because a lot of times the needs happen together too. You know, it's one of the other podcasts we had somebody said recovery doesn't happen in a vacuum, there's always something else yes. happening. And yes. so this approach is really more person focused and less issue focused. We're focusing on who the person is and what they need to become who God created them to be. Amen, and that's 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 that person-centered care, mm -hmm. right? And and understanding that things are connected to the, the uh, everything's connected to everything, and so uh, being having that expertise, being able to uh, not just cross our, our staff, but also have that support in those communities mm -hmm. um, is is in those centers is really going to be an important move, moving moving forward. I'll take our autism services program. We, there's 200 kids on the waiting list just in Kent County to receive autism services. Mm -hmm. We're an expert. We're top of the line when it comes to early intervention services. And research has said early intervention, two years, can save $3 million in lifetime societal wow. costs. 50% of the individuals going through early intervention, three to eight years old, can be mainstream. That's exciting. We're doing great work mm -hmm. in that regard. But what we're finding out is that 8 to 12. Now, the ROI isn't necessarily there from a, uh, from a benefit to the community, but every one of those kids is a child of God and, and, and could benefit from our care. So we're pivoting. We're creating an after-school program. Mm -hmm. have a board-certified behavior analyst after-school program in the evenings. That's really creative. They're doing some interesting things like that. That's not around our community. And so we're, taking it, we're, we're trying to do some creative things to take a bite out of those kids, those 200 kids on the waiting list that, mm -hmm. ne that need this type of care that we can help them move a little farther. That might be engaging, that might be communicating, that might be interacting with, with families and, mm -hmm. and, um, and with teachers and so forth. But it's such a blast at our autism center. To see kids hug their parents for the first time, mm -hmm. to see them talk for the first time, eat for the first time, uh, not to mention uh, communicating, not to mention uh, 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 potty training, you name mm -hmm. it. It goes on there. It's blessed chaos up there, it and is. it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I love hearing you talk about all the ways that we're continuing to innovate, and I'm thinking back to the history of Wedgwood. That's what we've mm -hmm. always done. You know, looking back at some of the old records from, you know, back in the 60s and 70s with Wedgwood, they're constantly pivoting to meet the needs of the community. Mm -hmm. So I love that we're continuing to do that. Mm -hmm. It's just who we are. Mm -hmm. It is. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, Wedgwood was on the front lines of taking on some of the toughest situations that Michigan and families had, had to deal with. And that's Wedgwood's reputation. And I, I think that's still in our heart. That's our value. What was going to change those values don't change. Mm -hmm. What changes our approach, mm -hmm. or our, our methodology, um, or the people, and and how that how those treatment plans may be developed and carried out, um, may be a little bit differently. But it, it is those individuals, those families and kids at the center, as you talked about it, at the center of what we do, will always be part of our value system. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. 
Well, thanks so much for your leadership, dedication, and heart for God's people right here in our community, Dan. It's always great to chat with you. Thanks, Hillary. It was a lot of fun. Thanks. I hope you feel as excited as I do about Wedgwood's future and the future of our community. Like Dan said, with collaboration, unwavering faith, generous support, and our expertise at the ready, we really can make a profound impact in the lives of kids and families. Thank you for all the ways you are coming alongside Wedgwood and West Michigan to help people discover who they were created to be. To learn more about our exceptional services, innovative approach, and to read Dan's full executive update, head on over to our website, wedgwood.org. Wedgwood Christian Services is committed to extending God's love and providing exceptional care and support. Head on over to wedgwood.org, that's W-E-D-G-W-O-O-D.org, to learn more about how you can get connected to services, support Wedgwood's mission, or join our team. Connect with us on social media at WedgwoodCS, or send us an email at hello at wedgwood.org. We would love to be a part of your story. Until next time, these are Wedgwood's Coffee Break Conversations.